This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with The Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Fitness today. I love to work out outside. As a matter of fact, I did a great snowshoeing expedition. Well, expedition, I, I snowshoed for an hour, about five minutes from my house with my two dogs, although they did not have snowshoes. The funny thing is this time of year, we're in this transition between winter and spring. I'm I'm in the Boston area, so it's still winter more than spring. But part of the time I was on the snow and part of the time I was just on the gravelly rock and the leaves, which was kind of fun. But at any rate, the reason I'm bringing this up is I encourage everyone to get outside and work out. And we've got someone fantastic with us today who's going to help us with some backyard workouts. It is Ted Spiker. He's a chairman uh, of the Department of Journalism at UF. He teaches advanced magazine writing and sports medicine and society. He was an editor at Men's Health. He's written so many articles in so many great places about health. And I'm thrilled to have him. Hey, Ted, welcome to the show. Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me. Are you a fan of snowshoeing? I've done it once or twice, and I loved it, though my groin was not happy afterwards. It was so hard <laughs> the day after. I just remember just being so fried and so burnt up after it, but it was great when I tried it. It is really great. I mean, I have to admit, you people would laugh at my snowshoeing. You could easily wear tennis shoes where I'm snowshoeing. I mean, the snow is not deep, but honestly, it just yeah. gives you a better grip. And then it allows me to get off the path and into more of, you know, more on the terrain and, and, and not right. fall off a mountain. But, uh, it is super fun. But like I said, at this time of year, I'm suddenly there's not as much snow and, and I want, I need to start switching over. But I want to get into your background. Ted, I want to hear what first got you interested in healthy living. Well, I, you know, I kind of grew up as kind of uh, a yo-yoer. I fluctuated with uh, weight a lot. I was never a great athlete, um, you know, as a kid or in high school. But I, I love sports and I love being active. Um, and I loved all that. So I was just I was just never really accomplished, never really a good athlete. But I always liked being around it. I liked the way, you know, exercise made me feel. Um, and had a lot of ups and downs throughout my adult life in terms of uh, health and health and fitness. Um, so, so I, you know, I got into to writing, write a lot for, for magazines and ended up working at men's health for a bit. Um, and that's really where, you know, kind of everything came together in terms of, wow, my job was about, um, you know, writing and editing about health and fitness. And, and while I was there, you know, this culture of, um, you know, people who just embraced this, holistic uh, lifestyle, you know, not just the exercise, but the, um, you know, but the diet as well. And it was just so great to be around. So, so my work is kind of really focused a lot on health. Um, and it's something that I just, you know, just plug away at all the time. And I've never been, <laughs> never been great, um, you know, in any of my, you know, athletic attempts or endeavors. But, you know, I think that, you know, all the benefits that come from, you know, being consistent and, and uh, you know, doing all those things have, have, you know, been a big part of, you know, how you approach the rest of your life. So, so that's, oh, that's kind of the short end of it. Well, you know, it's funny because both my husband and I were not athletic at all. I mean, I'm not even going to bore everyone with a story because I talk about it all the time, but just, you know, how bad I was at any sort of athletics or organized sports. 
Yet I'm a really great swimmer. I'm good at Pilates. I exercise regularly. My husband cycles. He runs. He's amazing at yoga. And it's funny how when you're a kid, you kind of get this sense of, well, I'm not good at any of this, but they don't teach you like, oh, but when you get older, there's individual things. Or even when you're a teenager, why don't you, you know, try some yoga or do something individual? I, I find that very interesting. I wish we talked about that more because I think it, a lot of people just kind of feel like, well, I was never athletic. So why even try? Right, right. And there's so much emphasis on the team aspect and when you're you're, yeah. you're young, which is great because there's so many lessons that come from that. You know, but you're exactly right. You don't have that kind of path because I think there are really two type two, two types of athletes when it comes to that. You know, there well, I guess three really. The the people who really gravitate towards the individual sports and the people who really gravitate towards the team and I think there is a segment that kind of sees value in both because that is, you know, really how you can become more of a complete you know, athlete by being able to kind of work in both situations. But, um, but you're right. I think, you know, kind of growing up, there's so much emphasis on team, 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 um, that you don't necessarily get those experiences like, Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Hiking would be a really great activity for gym class, but that's yeah. not going to happen. You know, <laughs> um, you know, those kinds of things. <laughs> well, you know, that's, it's funny because, you know, like I, my self-esteem was just shattered because I was so bad and I didn't get that team experience because I always got yelled at for losing the game. And so I think for kids out there, parents who are listening, if your kid isn't that coordinator, they have trouble, just encourage them to do something else. That's basically my long-winded <laughs> explanation. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really important. <laughs> right, yeah. Ted? I mean, let's encourage our kids to get active. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I got a D in sixth grade gym class, so it was, <laughs> so, you know, I had <laughs> I that drilled in very, 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 very early, so, and it wasn't from a lack of effort, it was just, you know, that's the way yeah. I was, that's the way I was performing, so. Yep, mm -hmm. exactly. Well, let's talk about backyard workouts. So, I have a trampoline in my backyard, my daughter is always jumping on it. And Matt actually spent like an hour the, the other day getting all of the snow off of it. And she was so exhausted. She's like, I'm not jumping today, mom. You know, like, I don't, you right, got right, your workout, right. honey. Um, but I like to go right. on there and, and do some uh, interval training, which is super fun. But other than that, yeah. I don't really do anything in my backyard. So let's talk about this. What are you doing? Because I know you organize people uh, every weekend. And what, what are we doing in our backyards? Yeah, so so this started, gosh, maybe six or seven uh, years ago. A group of us were going to train for one of the Tough Mudders, one of those obstacle course races, and we decided that one way we were going to do it is do a once a week workout where we would, you know, flip tires and you know, yeah, you know, pound tires with sledgehammers and throw sandbags just to kind of work that total body strength and movement and functioning to really kind of simulate um, all the different things you would do in the obstacles and. Um, and it's kind of grown from from there and you know for the past 6 7 years you know a group of us have basically had a weekly workout um and you know the two things that two of the things that i value most in exercise are uh variety and a sense of play and having fun and oh, the that. great things about these workouts is we change them up every time every workout's a different kind of workout could be working strength could be working you know that high intensity intervals could be a combination, um, you know, all kinds of things that we can kind of get into the details, um, oh, a bit, that. but then, then the other aspect is this aspect of, of play and having fun and being with a community. So it doesn't feel like you're slogging through a workout, but it feels like, wow, we're in this together. We're working hard. We're sweating. It's tough, but we're progressing. We're progressing together. So that's kind of our baseline for why we do what we do. And, um, you know, to me, it's one of my favorite parts of the week in terms of working out because I know it's always going to be different and I know people are going to, 
you know, come out there and we're going to do a little trash talking and joke around and also work, <laughs> work our butts off. And it's been, it's been a blast. So, you know, so we have all kinds of toys out there. And, um, so, and, and you don't have to spend a lot on fitness equipment to get it. So I have tires, um, you know, sandbags, which are nothing, you know, um, you know, I, and, you know, some traditional fitness toys like medicine balls and, um, and some kettlebells and things like that, but we just use kind of the natural surroundings. So there's like a little hill in the area we have, so we'll you know use that for for all kinds of training. You can do a million things with a truck tire. You know, flip them, step up on them, jump up on them, push ups. Um, you know, so many different things that you can do with it. So you know, the little corner of my garage is a whole bunch of different little things that we always try to invent. Um, you know, new ways to kind of work out in that hour, an hour and fifteen minutes. See, that's great. And play is so important. You know, I've heard people say, I hate exercise. And I'm always kind of baffled because I'm like, all exercise? Like, there's so many different things you can do. And here's a great example. What do you say when you hear that from people? I'm assuming you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, to me, I think it's not the exercise. It's the getting ready yeah. to exercise, you know, because uh, once people are there and they do it, they feel good, right? They feel good. Mm -hmm. They feel strong. They sure. feel accomplished. They feel like um, it's 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 helping them. Um, but to, to me, it's always like, okay, well, it's the process of getting there. Well, I don't have a gym membership. I don't know what to do. I got to pack. I got to shower because I'm going to do it before work, after work. I feel gross. You know, it's the whole um, logistical the element that I think tends to hold people yeah. back. And, you know, I mean, you know, I don't have the answers. Everybody's, everybody's different. But for me, you know, what what helps me when I get in a rut and maybe I get out of a routine for a little bit, it's all about just kind of, automating um the habit so like when i get home from from work the first thing i'll do is i'll pack my bag for the next day unpack my bad stuff put my put my work clothes in bag get lay my gym clothes out and now if i get you know get up in the morning the default is well there's my gym bag and my gym clothes i guess i'm going right the default isn't i'm gonna yep. get in the shower and go to work the default is okay, well, everything's ready. And it's actually going to be more work to unpack everything and skip the workout. So, you know, everybody has to create their own system for what's going to work with for, for them. But I, but I feel like, you know, you very rarely get somebody who says, wow, I wish I didn't work out. I wish I didn't exercise, <laughs> you know, once they do it, you know, because they feel good and it feels great, you know. Yeah, that is true. You know, Ted, I'd love to get in the nitty gritty of these workouts. Like, give us an example sure. of how you can do a HIT workout or how you can do more of a strength training workout and, and just lay it all out for us. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, so again, so we ch change it all the time. So part of the fun I have every week is how do I how do I frame a workout that feels different even though we're using the same tools? So sometimes we might do, mm -hmm. let's say we'll do um, – a circuit of five different exercises. So maybe you'll do uh, push-ups and then squats, um, and then you'll do kettlebell swings, a plank, or whatever it is. Like you don't even need equipment except for you know a kettlebell there in that case. Um, so everybody will go around the circle. They'll do maybe ten or twelve reps of each and move around the circle. And then when we're all done the exercise. We'll say, okay, it's interlude time, and and then I'll give them a surprise. So okay, we're doing um, sprints. Okay, and then we'll do the circuit again. And then, okay, interlude time, new surprise. Okay, we're going to do a tire drag where we take my 150-pound tire, and everybody's got to take a turn kind of holding it and dragging it, which really works your, um, you know, all your total legs, glutes, everything, and it is really hard to even just for to do for, for 10 seconds. Um, you know, so that might be like a really traditional one we would do, but part of uh, the fun 
that we have. And I now kind of alternate weeks with somebody um, who comes. He hosts one week and I'll host the other week. So we, we, we're in this thing. We're now trying to, you know, surprise everybody with little different frames. So, you know, over the holidays, I did one called the 12 Days of Fitness. Um, <laughs> so the way it worked was, you know, all right, first exercise is a 60-meter sprint. That was day one, you know, on the first day of fitness, you're going to do a 60 day of sprint. We're done that. Now on the second day of fitness, you're going to do a 10 meter bear crawl. You're going to do um, two of them. And then you got to do one 60 meter sprint. And then the third day of fitness, there's another exercise and you do three of them, but then you got to do two bear crawls and then a 60 meter sprint. And then it keeps going up, you know, so day eight was eight pushups. And then you go eight, seven, six, five to all the different exercises. I thought it was going to take like Oh, I didn't know how long it was last. I was like, oh, this is about 45 minutes to an hour. Well, it turned out to be like an hour and 45-minute workout by the time we oh were done God. everything. Um, but it was awesome. It was like everybody was like, that is so fun. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I think the, for the workout that was during Thanksgiving week, I, I designed a Black Friday workout. So oh, cool. this was kind of complicated. So I won't get into too many details, but I basically put 12 exercises in a baggie. And then I had coupons in another baggie. So somebody would pull out burpees, you know, 25 burpees. And then they could say, okay, I want 50% off of that. You know, so then we could cut the number of burpees. Oh, but the, cool. the trick was it wasn't an equal number of coupons per exercise. So everybody there had to be strategic. Hey, if I use my 50% off on something that's easy, I won't have it for something that's really hard. So people had to be had to guess as to what they would take their discounts on. So that actually kind of was really fun because it got people not just, you know, working and exercising and sweating and having fun, but it was also a little bit of a mental um strategic game, which is which is also that's good, right? Brilliant. To put a little strategy in your set, yeah. in your workout so you're not just zoning out. It makes it go faster is a little more fun. So that's kind of what we do. And, and I'll mix between trying to be like super fun and clever and, and then just, you know what, straightforward, we're doing this circuit and this many times. Um, so, so we try to mix it up and, you know, I try never to repeat something, um, exactly the same way. And I think that's kind of what's fun for everybody who comes, um, is that they never know what they're going to get. I think you should turn that game into like a real game, like get it, you know, right. sell it. What if, what, no, seriously, I would love to do that. Yeah. I like to be a to cool think. app, right? I like you to know? play. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. We'll have yeah. to talk to this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm jumping on the bandwagon right. here. I think this right. would be right. amazing. Now I picture a bunch of super buff fit CrossFit people in your yard. Am I wrong? Or are there some like, regular, yeah, you know, people well, who just run I, and bike and maybe lift weights sometimes? <laughs> Well, so no, no disrespect to anybody in my group, but we have a range of um, <laughs> fitness levels. <laughs> and that's why it's, I think it's really cool is because the way I design or I try to design the workouts is that it doesn't matter your skill level. Like everybody can go at their own pace, right? So if we have a sprint, it's not nice. like you have to race anybody, right? So everybody does the sprint at their own pace. If you've got 10 push-ups to do, you can do push-ups. You can do push-ups with your knees. You can do clapping push-ups if that if you're that far advanced. Like you can, you can make it to whatever fitness level you have. So we have some really fit people, and we have, you know, what I don't know. I mean, in a range of all kinds of fitness levels. And by far, I would say that I'm, you know, I'm the I'm the worst one out there. I'm the slowest one out there. <laughs> um, 
you know, and it's okay. And to me, that's what's welcoming about it is that we we try to make it so everybody can feel uh, comfortable and and do it their own levels. You know, the point is, you know, total body workout at your own level, adjust it to how you want. Um, you know, and hopefully pay some dividends in terms of your health and overall overall fitness. So no, it's not like I mean we have some really fit people, but it's not like hey, there's a backyard of you know zero percent body fat out there. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I come, then I'll be the slowest one. Now, how did you? Because I'm well, working no. uh, with some injuries here. How did you start this, and and what gave you the idea? Well, it uh, it comes back to that kind of you know. Um, you know, our, our sign up for that tough mutter. And it was just basically three of us oh, that got yes. together and started doing it. And we started very simple with, you know, like the tire flips and the, you know, sledgehammer hits and, um, some farmer's walks and push ups and things like that. And then after we had finished the tough mutter, we were like, Oh, why don't we just keep doing this? Like, this is kind of fun. So then we just expand the list of, you know, people who we knew who, you know, had an interest in, um, in fitness and, um, and, you know, over the years, people have come and go and people have, um, you know, the group has changed a, a bit over the years and then that's good, right? That's the natural ebb and flow of how this all works. But, um, yeah, so it's, so it's evolved and, you know, we'll try to mix it up. So I, you know, we, we use kind of the backyard area of my neighborhood. It's, uh, you know, not a huge space, maybe a third of a football field, um, with a little hill in there so we can use that. And, um, one time this was one of my favorite um, workouts that we recently did because I saw uh, a football player, James Harrison, had done it um, and he posted it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, we can do this. So my neighborhood has a sand volleyball court. So at the end of our workout, this was our finishing game is that we took a medicine ball, I think maybe 10 or 12 pounds, maybe a little bit heavier. I'm not sure what it was. I think it was 10 or 12, but one of the soft, soft ones. And you basically play volleyball, you know, in the oh sand. My gosh throwing the ball over and catching it, right? So the team gets a point if you don't catch it. So it turned out to be, one, incredibly competitive, two, incredibly fun, and also just a great workout because you're using your core, you're using your legs, you're moving through the sand, trying to, you know, get this ball up and over the net so that the other team couldn't um, couldn't catch it. And it was just, you know, just really fun. So you're always looking for ideas of inspiration from, from people in, in other places on how you can kind of... Um, you know, kind of package and, and frame the workout so that they're different. And that, that was a, that was a really cool one. I thought. That's incredible. I'd love to see a video of that. <laughs> that would be really a yeah, it's new a, way to play volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, for those listeners who know James Harrison, um, he's, um, he's, he's kind of older in terms of football age, but he's just an incredible shape and he'll post these crazy workout videos of him moving so much weight and doing different things. And uh, I think it was on his Instagram post that it was, that he was doing that. Now he was using a huge, huge medicine ball with only two <laughs> players on each side. We had like four or five people on each side with a smaller ball, but it was, but it was great. Oh, it's still definitely a challenge with that sand. Now, how many people would you say on uh, average are in this backyard workout? So we get anywhere from four to 12, um, and usually kind of average right in the middle, right around eight or so. Um, I think one time we had like 20 and that was over, I think over the holidays one year we did a, we did an earn gravy, burn gravy workout for Thanksgiving week and uh, we got a lot of people out for that one. So, Oh yeah. That is so cool. You know, I, I mentioned mention when I brought you in that you were named by great 
artgreatest.com, one of the most, excuse me, 100 most influential people in health and fitness. And you were named the 2016-17 Teacher of the Year at the University of Florida. You know, with all this work you've done in health and fitness, this is not even on the topic, but I'm just curious, what are some of the most interesting things that, that that you've written about, would you say? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I kind of, um, um, you know, span between the fitness side and the, and the health side. Um, just last year, um, I spent a couple days with the, uh, Alabama football team, um, as they went through their training, um, camp and met with their strength co- coach. So they, you know, this, this guy's a real high energy guy. And just to kind of talk about not just the actual strength part of it, but the motivational part of it. And how do you get a hundred people to, you know, keep performing at an elite level was, um, was really, was really cool. Um, that was, that was most recently. Um, I, I do, uh, I do a lot of work with Dr. Oz. I've been working with him since, uh, the mid two thousands. Um, and Dr. Michael Royson, who's the um, chief wellness officer at the Cleveland clinic. So it's been fascinating to kind of get under the hood as to, um, you know, how the total, the whole body works, you know, not just in terms of fitness and nutrition, but also in just terms of the biology and anatomy and the chemistry of, of the body. So, um, you know, they've been wonderful to work with and I've learned so much from, um, from, from them. Um, and, uh, and I tend to, uh, you know, I've written, you know, quite a bit about running, um, through, um, you know, I do a blog for runner's world called the big guy blog. And, uh, and it's always been a really, uh, great experience to kind of talk about the, not just the physical aspect of running, but kind of the mental and the emotional and the, uh, you know, spiritual challenges of, of, of people who are going through their own running journeys since it's so, you know, to me, running is such a journey driven sport that, um, there's so much that goes into it besides just putting one foot in front of the other. And, and that's been, that's been fulfilling as well. Well, I'd love to have you back to talk about that topic of, of running. Uh, this has been so wonderful. Ted, tell everyone where they can find out more about you. Um, I have a website, tedspiker.com. Um, I tried to get into the mode of posting my workouts there. I have been uh, bad lately, but on that website, you'll see details of the 12 days of fitness and some of the other workouts. And I hope to kind of amp up and uh, add a little bit more there. So there's a lot there and there are links to my social media. Um, I'm at Prof Spiker on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and you know all the usual stuff. So Cool. Well, I'm so glad you came on. Ted, I'd love to have you on as often as you like. I had such a good time. If people want to learn more about me and the show Talk Fitness Today and also Talk Healthy Today, they can go to It's Your Health with LisaDavis.com. Be sure sure to check it out. Thanks so much and stay well. This episode of Talk Fitness was produced by The Vitamin Shop, where trusted health enthusiasts help you thrive every day. Visit one of 800 stores across the country or head to VitaminShop.com for all your wellness needs.